Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Racetech. Racetech gold valves, pretty much a revalve in the box. But did you also know they do engines? And let's be honest, your bike probably needs a little bit of TLC. And when I say a little bit of TLC, I mean a lot of bit of t- TLC. Let the guys over at Racetech diagnose all of the engine issues that you've been ignoring. And uh, when you mention Big MX Radio, you're going to save yourself some money. You're going to save 10% off every single one of your purchases with those guys. Same deal with Luxon MX. They've got triple clamps. They've got linkage components. They've got what you need to have your bike feeling better on the racetrack. And uh, if you put that into practice, you're going to drop your lap times. You're going to ride a little bit more because you're feeling more confident. And maybe you'll win that championship this year. That just might happen. If you call up Luxon MX, get yourself some top-tier parts, and also save yourself 10% by, by, by entering discount code BIGMX at checkout. Also want to mention... Maple Ridge Motorsports. Maple Ridge Motorsports is your family fun store. They are a dealership in uh, in Maple Ridge, British Columbia, that are absolutely second to none. One of my favorite dealerships in all of Canada, maybe all of the world, really, because um, I've gone down to Chaparral down in California. I've, I've been to all the, the, the dealerships here uh, in Manitoba. Um, but if I had one dealership that I was going to trust for them to deck me out from tip to tail, to, like top to bottom, and also make sure that my bike is uh, is running in, in good order, I'm going to Maple Ridge Motorsports every time and twice on Sunday. Unless they're not open on Sunday. Either way, we can probably get to the bottom of that with the guest that we have on the show. His title sponsor is Maple Ridge Motorsports. His name is Devin Smith, and this is his third time on the podcast uh, by popular demand. Devin, um, people are starting to follow along with the story. They want to, they want to know a little bit more about you. They want a little. They want to know about uh, what's going on with your uh, like the whole story of uh, of your career and your your the, the series that you're running right now. Obviously, the Triple Crown series. And you've been faced with a lot of adversity. We're going to unpack all that. But before we get to that, welcome back to the podcast, Devin Smith. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. Always a pleasure to chat with you uh, and shed light on all the great things you've got going on with your current career uh, in professional motocross. Uh, For those who don't know as well, um, Devin also raises cattle. uh, And uh, that is a a big portion of his life as well. So the guy has uh, multiple skills. And uh, all of that pays the bills to make sure that, uh, yeah, this, this, this train keeps going. But, uh, Devin, uh, you had a little bit of an interesting off-season in regards to, uh, like, obviously you're, you're up in Canada, so lots of time off the bike. Uh, and then uh, spent some time down in uh, at, at, at Club MX, putting in some motos. Unfortunately, that came to a, an abrupt end that you're probably not super stoked about. Um, but, uh, we faced it, like, kind of, like, clue us in a little bit of, uh, where we are at, how we got here and, uh, what we're, what we're currently dealing with. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> went to uh, club of max. I was supposed to be down there for two months. Um, I was down there for about four and a half weeks and I started to get a really bad skin infection. Um, so I went stayed there riding and training for another week and a half just to um, see if it was going to get any better and improve, but it was just getting worse. So um, we decided to leave um, three weeks early and head home to uh, head home and uh, get some doctors to check it out to see what was going on. And uh, got some really good doctors that helped me out and they found out that it was, I had a folliculitis, which is, I'm not like 
sure exactly what it is, but I'm pretty sure it's like when your skin follicles or pores swell up. And basically, it was all over my um, shoulders, chest, back, and face, basically wherever my helmet and chest protectors were. So that was, um, it got pretty painful and the body kind of just started to swell up. So we had to head home and I got put on some super strong medication to um, get rid of it as quick as we could before, um, before racing started. And it all worked out pretty good. It's going away. I'd say it's about 90% healed now. So um, I've been off the medication for a week now today and starting to feel a lot better, but um, still not a hundred percent. So hopefully um after about a couple more days, I'll start to feel a little bit back to normal and yeah, be where I want to be. Exactly, man. That is, that is not easy to face. Um, the <clears throat> an infection that you're not really sure, 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 like what's triggering it. I'm sure you you switched out the helmet. You put yourself in into a brand new uh, Fox uh, V3 RS. Uh, gr- grab yourself a brand new chest protector. Maybe it's the it's, the, it's the, the residual sweat that just keeps building up in that stuff. I know that there's some um, some hockey players that I've worked with in the past that uh, that they've had that sort of issue. Uh, or they just have a lot of skin irritation because they've had the same pair of shoulder pads for seemingly forever. Um, but regardless, um, let's talk a little bit about your your time at, at uh, Club of Max. And I want to totally gloss over that because as much as you did have some time off the bike after going to Club of Max, uh, I still think that there was a lot of uh, great things gained by going there. Three solid weeks of training uh, at a facility that at this point is starting to be sort of world-renowned for turning out some really, really fast racers like Enzo Lopes and many others. Um and uh, yeah, so give us a little bit of uh, a peek behind the curtain of going there, as well as uh, I imagine road tripping with your old man uh, Troy would have been uh, like it's like you get to do it all the time. But honestly, I, I I'm, at some point I need to be um, he- like heading down the road with uh, with your old man because uh, it seems like a lot of fun. Even though uh, it looked like you guys also faced some adversity on the road. Yeah, yeah, I put on a lot of uh, clumbers with my dad driving across the country. I think. Just this year so far, driving a club and back and um, racing. I think we've already put like sixteen or seventeen thousand kilometers um, on the truck and trailer so far this year, and then still got to go all the way across to uh, New Brunswick and back. So, so another sixteen thousand kilometers, I'd say. So, yeah, quite a bit. But um, yeah, club was really good for the first few weeks that I was there before um, that infection all started. Um, learned a lot, had a lot of fun. Um, all the trainers, Ben Ross and Hayden, um, helped me out a lot in the gym, off the bike, on the bike, um, and, uh, meal program. They have a meal program there. So that was really good. And yeah, it was cool. We got to, um, right when I was there, it's kind of when, um, Garrett and Jeremy started to do their suspension training. So got to do some motos with them, which was pretty cool and kind of look at what they're doing and yeah, learned, learned a lot from that. How uh, is it like uh, inspiring or demoralizing when you look at your lap times versus like a Jeremy Martin? He's a two-time outdoor champ. Uh, same thing with March Banks. Like those guys, and they also spend a lot of time at those tracks, so they know it like the back of their hand. Um, and also, like if you were like say fresh at the beginning of a moto, were you able to hold on to those guys for for a lap or two? Um, yeah, I think it's. I mean, I think it's cool being able to look at our lap times and kind of compare them to see kind of where we're at but yeah, they're they're pretty quick garrett and marshbank or garrett and uh jeremy can pull away pretty quick they're super fast guys but 
um, kind of just when they do pass me, I just kind of like try and pay as much attention to them as I can for as long as I can see them just to see where they're hitting their lines and how they're hitting them and how fast they're going. It kind of gives you an idea of how you can ride better and kind of improve your riding skills and all that. Picking up some tips and tricks along the way. And you mentioned the the meal plan. How how different was the meal plan that they had for you versus what you uh, what you eat on a regular basis back home um, in, uh, in 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 Maple Ridge? Um. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty similar. I try and eat as healthy as I can. Um, I just know that uh, they have the food nutritionist there, Debbie. Um, she has her her meetings. I think it's every Tuesday morning before riding, we have a nutrition meeting where she kind of just teaches us some new nutrition facts, what's how to read labels and all that sort of stuff. So there's a lot of extra stuff they do there. Um, but yeah, I know um, kind of portion sizes. I kind of tend to eat a lot of food at once. I can eat a lot of food. So um, I'm the same way. I can eat lots of volume. <laughs> yeah, I can eat a lot of food. So um, with the food program, it kind of helps me eat my proper portions and um and yeah have the right calories and carbs intake for um what we have for training she knows exactly what we're doing for training and um and what we have to do so she knows what we're supposed to be eating so it works out pretty good so when you're you're going through the meal plan or she's walking you through the the step-by-step do you at all let her know that you have full intentions of going back to maple ridge and grabbing yourself like a 12 to 14 ounce steak uh that you raised by yourself um and uh, and just going like just going ham on that thing or 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 are we leaving those details out i leave those out i keep that all to myself (laughs) (laughs) you you you, uh you're a red meat kind of guy man i i think i don't only imagine you've probably uh i cooked yourself up some pretty solid like do you have have you ever had like a a tomahawk steak off of one of your uh, your cattle or what no, I've never had, I've never gotten any um, tomahawk steak cuts, actually. That's probably on the next one that I got to do. But yeah, we got a lot of, always got a lot of beef, got a freezer in the garage. And nice to just be able to go in there and grab some nice steaks and, and all that, whatever I want. Fair enough. Like, like you, maybe if you're like going down the line, you see like a, like a, a skinny son of a bitch, like Bryce Wage and just be like, Hey man, like come train with me. We'll like lock you in the, in, in the, the barn with like a, a, a gym and a freezer full of steaks. I actually put some weight on you. Cause uh, yeah, there's, you, you got some guys in the 250 class that uh, they're, they, they're, they might not be 140 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple guys that are pretty light. So, on your way back, looks like uh, you and your old man uh, had a, like a, a couple of flat tires, uh, as well as some uh, some other adversity that you're dealing with. Uh, yeah, like take take us through the trials and tribulations that it comes with uh, putting on sixteen thousand k. Yeah, right which is a thousand uh, miles, by the way. Left. That's funny how that actually works out. That's a thousand. That's that's ten thousand miles almost on on the button. Yeah, yeah, pretty close. And uh, yeah, so. Right before we left to go to club, um, my dad had the, uh, it was like the one time that he, uh, usually when we do trailer work, me and my dad do all that ourselves. Yeah. And uh, we uh, took the trailer to a shop and got all the leaf strings replaced and worked on and everything. And uh, that was the first time my dad didn't do it himself. And uh, drove to club, everything was good on the way there. And on the way back, it was all good until I think we were like six kilometers from the, Canadian border here and uh 
my dad looked in the mirror and heard like a, a crack and a pop and um the trailer was sitting sideways and dog walking a little bit so we got out and looked at it and uh, a couple of bolts on some leaf strings popped out so it was pretty sketchy but it was good enough that we could kind of just slowly drive home we were about i don't know 30 kilometers from home 30 40 k so oh you're right there home and yeah pretty close so we just cruised home and parked the trailer in the shop and me and my dad took the wheels these springs off the next day um looks what we needed to do and then just kind of replaced that all and got it done a couple of days before um the first round in edmonton so now hopefully everything's all all good for um the travel across canada we leave i think thursday wednesday or thursday for calgary this weekend and then we're going to go straight to um, straight to Ontario and think we're going to stay at Gopher. We got three weeks to um, three weeks until the first East Coast round. Well, when you're you're traversing across the Canadian prairies, which unfortunately this year and I'm sure for many many years uh, to come are not hosting an, uh, an outdoor national, you won't be subjected to um, Prairie Hill MX. Although great track, uh, the the heat, humidity, and the wind from last year, uh, I'm sure you would probably leave that in the dust, of which there was a lot of as well. Um, yeah, like if you guys are ripping through uh, Winnipeg, I think you, you gotta at least uh, shoot me a text so I can uh, meet up with you guys at some point. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do that and uh, meet up. Yeah, for sure. So two rounds in the books. Uh, you'd mentioned off air that like the the medication that you had on to overcome the illness that you had uh, was pretty su- some pretty strong stuff. Really kind of like uh, knocked you out, sort of made you feel very lethargic. There's a lot of people out there, Devin, who probably would have seen that situation, like feeling what that feels like for them and say, you know what, like I'm not going to be 100% until uh, until Calgary. I don't want to race until I'm 100%. They throw they throw in the towel, but that's not you. Um, you you grin and bear it. Um, Edmonton, clearly not at your best. Uh, I know you were disappointed with the, the moto scores at the end, but I think the effort is really what's important there. Um, and then this last weekend in, in Kamloops on a track that was very treacherous, that was, the, there was a lot of lines coming together, uh, and it did not look cool out whatsoever. Um, you were able to, to put your best foot forward and, and score some points during the motos, uh, and even battle with some guys late in motos. I saw you sort of bouncing in and out of a couple of positions. Um, so it, it was great to see you have some fight in you, man, and, uh, and be able to take that on. That's, uh, that's a huge feather in your cap, uh, moving ahead to Calgary which is I'm sure a track that uh that you probably enjoy. Yeah, um Edmonton was a a pretty rough weekend for me. Track was pretty gnarly. Um the motocross section was really fun and the uh, supercross was super hard packed and rocky, um which was tough for me. It's not really my riding style, but um managed to get through it. Didn't get the uh the finishes that I wanted to, but was happy to get through there safe and uh yeah, Kamloops, I felt a lot better. Um, qualified 21st, and then Moto 1, I got 21st, and Moto 2, I got 17th. Um, so I was happy to earn some points on the weekend. Um, I was happy about that. And Yeah, I rode Calgary, I think, maybe two or three years ago, just on a practice day. So that's a fun track. I like that. So I'm excited to, um, to race there on the weekend. Yeah, because we didn't have a national there last year. It actually was very weird to not have a national in Calgary. It feels like we, we've been going there 
uh, for well over a couple of decades. It is well, like they, we went there for damn near 25 years. Um, and then last year there, for whatever reason, there wasn't one, uh, coming back to it. Um, what are your expectations? Like, uh, at a, like, obviously you're, you're still not a hundred percent, uh, fitness, maybe not where you want it to be as well as just time on the bike. You just don't, you don't have as much time on the bike as, as some of your competitors, but in a say, there's a world where where Devin Smith has the amount of uh, time on the bike that he's looking for, and um, and and you're at a full bill of health. Where do you think that you can uh, you can fit in with these guys? Um, it's a pretty deep class in the 250 class. We saw uh, Tanner Ward uh, have a couple of bad motos this last weekend. wasn't able to uh, move forward. Same thing with uh, Sebastian Racine, who everyone would have expected to be closer to the front of the pack. He's even been relegated to uh, like uh, the back half of the top ten, sometimes outside the top ten. So where do you fi- where do you feel like you're going to be able to fit in once you're at full stride? Yeah, um, when I was at uh, club, my main goal was to um, main goal was to finish in the top ten. That was that was my goal. So um, obviously this weekend, I'm not really expecting to be up there where my goal is. But um, once we get to the East Coast and uh, we have three weeks off. Um, I think I'll be able to get back to where I, I left off, I think. And, um, yeah, I mean, as close to the top 10 as I can get, um, definitely top 15. Um, I know I can be in the top 15, got 17th, um, on the weekend. And I know I can definitely be in the top 15, but I think, um, close to the top 10 is where I want to be. That's awesome, dude. I, I'm, I'm stoked to hear that moving forward and, uh, and t- taking it bit by bit. Uh, let's talk a little bit about like just the family dynamic. Your mom, Sandra, amazing woman. Your dad, Troy, extremely supportive of your racing. That's got to be a huge uh, piece for you, uh, as well as uh, a lot of the amazing sponsors that you've brought on for this year, uh, some construction companies and, uh, and and stuff like that. So uh, first of all, let's talk about uh, the family dynamic, though. Uh, you've got your lovely sister, who uh, pro- is she's a she's a horse girl. So you, they, you know what they say about horse girls, that they're, they're never going to love uh, anybody more than they love their horses. Uh, and then yep. uh, you've got your amazing parents. So let's let's talk about it. Yeah. Um mom and dad are always super supportive. They've um, supported me since I was four years old with my racing. So that's when I got my first bike and yeah, supported me ever since. Um, my dad obviously dedicates a lot of his time to, um, to my racing traveling across the country. He spent like 2021. We did the national circuit. I raced amateur and then tried out pro. That was about two and a half months on the road. And then last year, we spent about six months together on the road. This year will be another six months. So spent well over a year um, just in time where he could really be doing other stuff. But it's uh, pretty cool that he decides to spend his time helping me out. So, yeah, family's pretty um, dedicated to helping me out and doing what I want to do. I love it, man, and uh, just like the the, fa- the father son dynamic between you and your dad. Um, Troy's a great guy; he's, he's full of energy, and uh, we guess we already sort of talked talked about it going coast to coast with the guy. But um, like, he's spinning the wrenches for you more often than not. Uh, he's on the line with you. I think I, I saw you guys at, at Prairie Hill last year, and um, that's just such a special connection. Obviously, like like there's a lot of kids who grow up and they, they're they're goal is to eventually be on a factory team where dad's on the sidelines and they're they're there with their mechanic who that that's their full-time job 
Uh, but there's, I think there's something special and just sort of like kind of um, very motocross about having uh, your dad at spinning the wrenches for you and uh, and cheering you on on the side sidelines when you're it's late in the moto and you don't feel like pushing anymore and uh, maybe the guy that could bring the most out of you is on the sidelines uh, or in the, the mechanics area um, spinning a towel or, or throwing out the pit board telling you to breath uh, all that fun stuff. Yeah, it's definitely nice having um, having my dad around at the race to help me out with um, mechanic mechanic work and all that stuff. It's nice to have him around. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. I got um, like Tri City Plumbing, Applewood, and um, BCL helping me out. So um, I kind of like what we're doing right now. Just kind of having those guys helping me out and um, and my dad traveling across. It's um it's nice doing it that way. No doubt, and uh, also like, can I, can we also address the fact that the bike looks good? Like you got the like a really clean looking bike, you know, like almost factory, like a very factory looking bike. Uh, I, I'm a fan of uh, of how you guys have dressed up the machines. Yeah, thanks. Um, bikes, we left the motor stock this year. We just got um, pro circuit pipe on it, um, and then yeah, got um, triple S suspension, and that's really it. We got you have for it um, other than that motor stock and all that but yeah, I tried to make it look as best we could for the for the season I like it my friend um, so this weekend coming up in Calgary uh, obviously like it's 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 a brand new round for you it's you haven't been there in a couple of years but and you've got a, some temp, a little bit of tempered uh, expectations about where you can fall in, but uh, what needs to happen this weekend for you to roll out of Calgary uh, with your head held high saying you put your best foot forward um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'd like to finish, I mean, so far this year I've only gone into the top 20, which is on, um, Moto2 in Kamloops, so, um, getting into the top 15, if I can, um, finish 15th or better in both motos, um, or at least a 15th or better overall, I'd be happy with that. I like it. Um, perfect, man. Well, I appreciate you making some time for us here on the Big MX Radio podcast. Uh, how are your cows right now? How many do you have? And do they miss you when you leave? Um, right now I got five, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Do yeah, they have names or just cow one, cow two? Um, you, I, I guess you can't name, name it if you're going to um, eat it. Oh, I used to name them. Yeah, I used Damn to name it. all of them. But, uh, oh. um, yeah. I sold all the ones that I actually had names like probably six or seven months ago and uh, got a new group in. So um, I don't name them, but I think my mom and my sister name them. So I, I, I would I'm I 100% believe you that your mom uh, names them. And then you guys are just sitting at the dinner table having steak and you're like, oh, we're having Doug right now. <laughs> yeah. Doug's a bad yeah. name for a cow. But um, all right, dude. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on the show, uh, letting the, the fans know what's going on with Devin Smith. Uh, I, I'm, I'm like, I've gotten a, quite a few messages and direct messages for for us to have you back on to uh, sort of clue in. So I'm glad we were able to do that. Best of luck this weekend, my friend. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, anytime. You have yourself a great rest of your day. Do not hang up just yet. But for podcast sake, we're gonna cut it off right there. Best 42 in the line.
land All ages from kids up to grown men Walk through the gates of the coal miner's daughter To make a point clearer than the creek water now Who's the best, who's it gonna be? In Hurricane Mills, Tennessee Can you feel the adrenaline? Dirt flies hypnotized by the whisper Hear the crowd, everybody's whistling Line on the field If you can put it all together three times This one week of racing could change your life Everybody knows this is where it all begins Do what you gotta do for 20 plus two Out at the ranch And rowdy fans play the national anthem and everybody stands. Smell the smoke from the two strokes riding by. The 30 second cards on its side. Everybody knows this is where it all begins